planet is heating up. People are restless. And the rich run everything. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be broadcast over the next hour live on Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, welcome to the Friday edition of Radio Chaser. Andrew Hansen's here, Zoe Norton Lodge is here, Charles Firth is here, and my name is Dom Knight. Coming up, the very enjoyable Bachelor game where we all pick on each other, particularly me. And what product is that where Charles digs up weird ads from the past? But first, everyone is talking ICAC. Well, they are, Donny, and, and mainly because of the Aldi connection. I mean, this is so exciting. The, the latest product from Aldi, uh, which is 100000 bucks in an Aldi bag. <laughs> yeah, cost 50 bucks. very strange. Yeah, as handed by... I think that must be how he became a billionaire, because he always shops at Aldi, you see. Mm. He makes such good savings, he became a billionaire. Are we, was are, able to are we sure it was cash? You sure it wasn't an Aldi version of cash? Like, cliche or something? Or <laughs> bleach? It was a bag of money. I don't know, but anyway, it's all going on. This is They're looking into these Labour Party figures. About 90 people seem to have been sacked. Uh, look, they're actually doing it, it really tough. But the good side of this is that it's become a lot cheaper to buy labour. Bargains, bargains, bargains. Call in all shady businessmen, bagmen and Aldi bagmen. There's never been a cheaper time to buy labour. It used to cost $100,000, but now our stocks are even lower than our vote and labour's going out the door. That's right, buying labour now costs just $9.95. $9.95. That price is never to be repeated. $9.95. It's years till the next election and we'll probably lose that too, so arguably it's overpriced at $9.95. Hurry down to our Sussex Street headquarters and give your money to the filthy beggar sitting out the front. That's our new General Secretary. Thanks for donating to Labour. Have you got any food? And for a limited time, every shonky donation you make comes with a free trip to ICAC. So waste your shonky slush fund with Labour. The party's so unpopular, even Sam Dastiari won't touch it. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Playing Rock Scratters hits here on Triple M. This is Radio Chaser with Zoe, Charles, Andrew and Dom. Yep, that's right. And it's time to play um, a game that I'm, I'm sort of foisting on the guys um, every week at this point, which is something that I saw on The Bachelor. Uh, where they got the, the female contestants to rank themselves, self-rank on, on certain qualities. And I just thought, it, you know, it's good in the interest of feminism to get to men to play this game hmm. uh, for that reason alone. <laughs> right. um, Have you got a list of lack of qualities? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'd like the three of you to rank yourselves on this quality. Oh. Who is the most to the least impressive <laughs> oh, 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 oh damn it! Yeah. I'm obviously the least impressive. <laughs> like it's this yeah, isn't even yeah. a competition. Even though I'm the only one of us with a doctorate, hello, I, that actually somehow makes that, us that, me the least that, impressive because I had time to do one. Yeah. Sorry, the fact that, sorry, the fact that you mentioned that yeah. you have a doctorate yeah. makes you less impressive. And also, can you please tell us what your doctorate was in? Was it, it was in creative writing. Creative writing. Oh, a doctor yeah. of creative. Oh, excuse me while I book an appointment with a doctor <laughs> of creative writing. Are you listed on the health engine website? No, and I'm not listed on my anything. That's the problem. Right. It's, if you look at the Wikipedia for the chaser, I'm, I'm like an asterisk. Do you, do you char- are you one of these doctors who charges a gap fee because your, your expertise is so great? Like, my gap is as big oh. as the one between Craig's teeth. <laughs> you, yeah, you are the least impressive. But which of the two of you is more impressive? I think it's Andrew. I mean, Andrew it's, has genuine talent. It's got to be Andrew. Like, cause Andrew can write songs and sing them. And yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, of course it's me. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, I'm clearly the most impressive. I don't Andrew's, even know why there's a question. Andrew's a genius. As well. <laughs> Why are you nice to Andrew? Because well, he's so impressive. Well, yeah. Unlike yeah. you. Yeah, it's because you're in the room, Dom. You're the foil. <laughs> Damn it. Um, 
but I, I like See, Charles, I'm very nice to Charles. I think Charles is wonderful. Yeah, but not yeah. impressive. But, but not that impressive. No, come on. No, no, not, yeah. no. He's not impressive. But what I what I have is enormous potential. <laughs> no, it's too late to say that, Charles. You're in your mid forties. You had oh. potential, oh. and you talk big. Look, people meet you for the first time, and they're in awe. You're so charismatic and fun mm. and outgoing. Really. Yeah. Good company, yeah. but then when they really get to penetrate through, people like me who've known you for thirty years, we know how shallow that pool is. <laughs> all right, all right, one more. You ready? Mm. Handsome. Oh God, oh. handsome. I'm yeah. just who's gonna the, leave. Who's the yeah? Look, clearly Dom. Yeah, Dom's <laughs> look, when I was in high school, Charles Firth, Charles Firth, who is far from a, a, an attractive person. Humiliated me in front of the whole school, and I actually agreed to do it uh, with a sketch on a kind of TV thing that he had. Oh, yeah. I was, was the called... ugliest man in the universe. Yeah, it was the ch- <laughs> it was the Charles Jesse Raphael show, and the topic for the day was um, what's it like to be the ugliest person alive. At, at that stage in my life, I was a virgin, which I stayed for many years after that. So traumatized was I because there's one thing to be called ugly by someone attractive, but when it's Charles. <laughs> I mean, my, my psyche's barely recovered. It's amazing I'm still here. 104.9 Sydney's Triple M. This is Radio Chase, and we have Charles, Andrew, Zoe, and Dom. Yeah, and we saw in the news um, recently that the debate has reignited. I thought it was over, but it is reignited about whether or not Pluto is a planet. Mm. Oh, it never ends, this this one, does it? Yeah, what do you guys think? I, I actually honestly do not care. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's, this matters. This is about Pluto's self-esteem, It Charles. does. It does. And you know who else cares, apparently? NASA. NASA have come out and said, or someone from NASA has come out and said, no, it's a planet. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And look, I can see why, because I've actually been privy to um, Pluto's application process to become a planet, and it's really quite compelling. Hello, Pluto. Uh, look, I've been through your application to join the Planet Club, and now, if you don't mind, I have a few questions for you. Oh, great. I'm ready. Excellent. Uh, first up, what makes you think you should be a planet? Um, well, I'm round, uh, and um, I'm floating in space. Round. Excellent, excellent. Uh, now, your name doesn't mean bumhole by any chance, does it? Uh, nope. Good, because we've already got one of those on our hands. Now, uh, what cultural contributions can you bring to the table, Pluto? Uh, well, there's a, there's a dog named after me, uh, and also a battered sausage that tastes like clinical depression on a stick. Oh, good, good. Well, this has gone very well. Uh, just one final question. Are you a planet? No. Oh, damn it. I f***ed it, didn't I? Application denied. Next. Come on in. Uh, oh, oh, you look like a planet. Hi, I'm Bert Newton's head. Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Radio Chaser. Brought to you by the giant asteroid hurtling towards Earth. I wonder if it has business class. Yes, and thank you to our very kind sponsors there. Uh, look, speaking of, you know, commercial deals and partnerships, have you seen this very odd matchup between BP servos, right, but, you know, your bog-standard servo, and the posho department store, David Jones? <laughs> Well, they've actually teamed up and uh, they're actually going to sell David Jones uh, sort of ready-made luxury products at the meals and things. You'll be able to get them at your local BP. Oddly enough, they're even doing the same thing the other way around. Oh, welcome. 
Welcome back to David Jones Food Hall, madam. We do appreciate it when you deign to visit us with your glorious presence. And so you should. I'm the richest woman in Australia. As are all our customers here at David Jones. Now, what luxurious indulgences would madam require today, perchance? I wish to use my immense wealth to purchase a dozen gold-dusted truffles, a generous dollop of biluga caviar, a freshly made roulette of lobster and cornishons. I'm, so I'm sorry, madam, we only do petrol. I beg your pardon? We don't sell any luxury foods anymore, we only sell petrol. Keeping up with the times, you see? Oh dear, does your petrol taste like caviar by any chance? Uh, the premium one does, yes. Whom are you kidding? No one can afford premium petrol. Radio Chaser. Triple M. So earlier in the week I was telling you about this uh, terrible board game that my son was given for his birthday called Stupid Deaths. Mm. And basically it's the most infuriating board game in the world because um, I just keep getting all the answers wrong. Like you, they mm. read out a little description of a death and you either have to guess whether it's true or false. It's like a 50% chance that you'll be correct. Mm. And I reckon I'm wrong about 100% of the time. <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, that sounds like you're false. I, I was a bit worried that my 11-year-old was losing respect for me. So <laughs> last what, what, it could be lower? Well, you know, because because I was so bad at the game. Like, it just it, like mm. it, it was sort of really... It, it it was just playing on my ego. Anyway, yeah. last... well, you hadn't picked him up from school either, right? Like he'd been there till six pm. You know, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the respect's gone for a number of reasons. Last night, I decided to just grab a bunch of the cards and read ahead oh. the game, oh. so that when he started to play it, but... I you know I okay. I could suddenly start getting better at the game. You monster! Right. But hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, Charles. And you... yeah, my plan was like, oh, you know, like oh, um. I get in the hang of this game now. I know how to do it. But you, know. you have the worst memory of anyone I have <laughs> ever met. It would almost be a disadvantage <laughs> yes. for you to be exposed to information, which your brain is going to curdle and vomit senselessly back out. You'd have to write it on the back of your hand. So, so, and no, also no, the I other, the other I thing. I can't write it on the back of my hand because I, I don't have an art. Remember, I've... I've oh, hurt my arm. arm. Yeah. Y- yes, you can't do that. Yeah. Okay, so so you cheated at the game no. in order to regain your son's respect. No, no, but this is the whole <laughs> thing. Like, before I could even execute the plan, he comes into the room and he catches me cheating. He catches <laughs> me reading the cards. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, I, so he, he's got even less respect for me now. And I said to him, you know, like, is there some way I can get back your respect? And he, he said, and he said, yes, yes, there is, Dad. And I said, what? And he said, I challenge you to an arm wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> it's Radio Chaser here on Triple M. Now, Zoe, Charles and Andrew, I don't know if you saw this in the paper. Uh, someone from the inner west of Sydney posted on an inner west housemates Facebook page uh, a list of requirements for their new housemate. I want to ask you, as people who've been share houses in the inner west, mm. whether you think there's a good or bad idea. The first one, no couch. We have to squat instead. There are a lot of rules at this house. Does we that make sense? Well, that is that's very good for your core muscles. Mm. And that's yeah, not very be, fit. That, and they don't, so they don't want a couch. It's they not that don't they... own a couch, and they don't want a couch. Right. Not allowed okay. to bring a couch to the like share house. Band ca- no, ca- right. Right. Do you have to squat? 
<laughs> All day, or I think so. Just sometimes. So you, somebody comes over for Netflix and chill. Yep. And you just sort of squat <laughs> next to each other. Squat there. No, no. I mean, is it is it a squat that they're living in? It probably is, though. But actually, Charles, to answer your question, it's very simple. There's no television allowed either. You have to meditate and read because it says the rule, and then it says why. So you just got to meditate and read. So it'd be it'd be meditate and read and chill. Well, do they have any applicants yet? I mean, I <laughs> well, it's in the West, see, so it's probably quite desirable. Um, but also, speaking of Netflix, there's no Wi-Fi, just to be clear. Um, you have to use the public library when necessary. Is it just the public library? Like, they don't have couches, you know, like telly in there. <laughs> They're just trying to rent out a little nook in the public library. Are any of these things sounding like you'd sign up yet? I mean, this is pretty hardcore, but maybe you'd be, maybe it'd be relaxing. Well, I'm imagining it would be very cheap. <laughs> yeah, probably would be. yeah, no couch, got no Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, Although also, physiotherapy fees very high from the squatting. Now, one thing that libraries have that this place doesn't have, Zoe, to answer your question, uh, no white light, it says, get used to the dark. So I think you might be allowed candles, but overhead lights, they kill the vibe. Is this in the past? Is this a house from the past? <laughs> it's on Facebook right now. That This has been written on a whiteboard marker, so I don't know how they managed to get that technology. Uh, I reckon that what they're doing is they're following the absolutely fundamental rule of marketing, which is they've got a real shitbox of a house, and they're just marketing it as, oh, no, these are the these are the advantages. We don't have any lights or couches. Some other things that are banned, refined sugar uh, is banned. It says enjoy refining your skills instead. What skills? What, the skill of squatting (laughs) in the dark? The skill of squatting in the dark. (laughs) That's basically (laughs) it. And look, just in case you'd find these rules frustrating, I'm afraid to tell you, there is no screaming at others. Uh, (laughs) Use mindfulness. Uh, This is my favourite. And calm voice. That's in the house rules. So, Charles, you wouldn't fit in. No. Yeah, no. But you wouldn't have a calm voice because you'd be like squatting all the time going, oh, this is my voice because I'm permanently stuck in a squat in the dark. I can see why people are moving out of Sydney. It is Sydney's favourite radio show broadcast between 3 and 4pm on Triple M Radio Chaser. That's right. And guys, are you guys across this free trade agreement we're negotiating in Australia. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes, I'm the, the chief negotiator. The, you actually. are. You are. I mean, it's nice of you to pop into this show, given that seems yeah. like it's quite a big job. Well, I'm you, quite busy. You are, Well, yeah, I mean, you'd be across this, Andrew, but um, one of the things that, you know, people are people are concerned about is um, we're not going to be able to call foods and beverages what we normally call them. Because this is the EU, isn't it? That, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a tough deal. Exactly. It's like how you can't call champagne champagne anymore. You've got to call it, I don't know, fizzy urine. Sparkling. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I Passion forget, pop. I forget the name. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, anyway, look, it's causing a lot of problems. It really is. And I actually, um, you know, I've already run into a problem at a local restaurant. <coughs> Your order, madame? I'll have a Greek salad, thanks. Je suis désolé, madame. Under the new trade deal with the EU, you cannot order a Greek salad. Why not? It is cultural appropriation. Only the Greeks are allowed to call things Greek. Uh, okay, then can I have a salad with cucumber, onions, tomato and feta? Uh, I'm sorry, but you cannot call a cucumber a cucumber. Don't you know cucumber derives from the Latin? That too is cultural appropriation. So what do I call it? It must be called a fleshy green tubular ground fruit. And the tomato must only be referred to as a plump red perennial wolf peach. An onion must now be called a globular umbel of white acidic root flesh. 
and feta can only be referred to as a crumbly, soft, white cultured milk derivative substance cheese. Okay, then. Can I have a salad of fleshy green tubular ground fruit with slices of plump red perennial wolf peach, chopped globular umbels of white acidic root flesh, sprinkled with crumbly, soft, white cultured milk derivative substance cheese? Oh, you mean the Greek salad? Yes. Why didn't you say? Forget about the salad. It's you I want, even though I am married. Oh, I, I, I am sorry, madame. You, you are not allowed to behave like that. Why not? It's cultural appropriation. Only French people are allowed to be adulterous hornbags. Radio Chaser, Triple M. It's Radio Chaser here on Triple M. Don't forget, we have Kennedy Malloy coming up very, very soon. Then the rush hour with MG. But before any of that... Cat's pyjamas or... Cat's piss. Zoe, Charles and Dom, I put it to you that the following stories are either good or bad. They're either cat's pyjamas <laughs> or cat's piss. Uh, You've got to tell me what you think. Now, there's a diehard fan of an axed TV show, and she's decided to go on a hunger strike outside the Netflix headquarters building, demanding that they reinstate her favourite program. Uh, <laughs> is, is this a worthy cause to have a hunger strike over? Well, I mean, do we know what the show is? The show is called The OA. So you, you probably don't know what it is because it's been axed. Nobody <laughs> likes it except for this one person. <laughs> well, I think in terms of all the um, causes in the world, like we've got global hunger, we've got climate change, we've even got an asteroid hurtling towards Earth mm. in a couple of weeks. Mm. Um, I think this is probably the most important of all the causes. <laughs> mm. You think? Mm. Well, yeah. look, I've heard the OA wasn't very good, but I love the idea of a Netflix show about people camping outside the Netflix building wanting their show back. Do you think so, if you guys, like, camp outside the ABC and don't eat, they'll give you a Chaser show again? <laughs> no, no chance. <laughs> I don't think any amount of hunger striking <laughs> would result in that. Guy in Canberra has decided to build his house completely underground. Like, not one bit of it is above the ground. It just looks like a garden. And his whole house is under the ground. It's genius. Cam- Technically, he doesn't live in Canberra, and that's the dream, isn't no, it? No, he completely lives in Canberra. He lives in a big hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do this in Lightning Ridge and stuff, don't they, where it's very, very hot. Why would you do it in a place that's incredibly freezing cold all the time? You'd be well, I believe, in an ice bucket. I believe the view out the window is actually better. <laughs> that's all we've got time for on Radio Chaser, though. Don't forget the podcast up uh, at triplem.com.au or wherever you get your podcast. We'll catch you next week right here on Radio Chaser.